2: Good morning, swarm, man. Welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do I'm here to Rock. join me as always, Xavier Guerrero. And on the one tooth, internet celebrity Jay Nice <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Woodard. What, what, oh. how, what the, how, a lot overnight. of fans in Dallas, a lot That's of so people, funny. especially some attractive women, were like, Where
3: is Jay Nice Johnny? <laughs> Sam called me and, like, what was it, like. I don't know, 11.30 at night or something. Is it and the, I was asleep. Is it the
4: girlfriend? Do I need to say I have a fake girlfriend and start getting some to become a celebrity? Yeah, I don't is know, that it? I mean, You is get wanted, a lot of love, too. you it, yeah, you're doing you fine. <laughs> know, you, you're like, you're doing you fine.
2: <laughs> You're doing great. But this time it was like, where's Johnny? Why do you bring Johnny with you? That's funny. Guys, uh, I want to thank everybody in Dallas for uh, coming out. Plano, it was great. Great club house comedy is really great. Uh, if you would like to see me live, I have some shows coming up this Wednesday. We're doing mega. Cons- Comedy chaos. That's one show, 8 p.m. I got to change that. One show, 8 p.m. We're going all night long. So grab your tickets at samtriplee.com. And then at the end of the month, I'm back in New York. Two shows, September 30th at Saratoga Springs. Uh, Myself, Howie Dewey. uh, Big shows coming up. And then I got to start booking some stuff for October. But that's it. Just go to samtriplee.com. Guys, also... Uh yeah that's about it. Uh so what's going on dude? Crazy week. The the queen, she's uh she's uh no longer with us. Surprise surprise. People devastated. I was I was was telling people this is like a white woman's nine eleven. The
3: queen dying (laughs)
2: is literally like oh my god. Why why? That's how
3: you you know anybody who's just completely misinformed about most of the major issues is anybody who's taken this really hard. Yes,
2: who who also see her as pure light.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're taking taking the Queen's death real hard, you know, if it's been a tough week for you... Yeah, I got some other questions.
2: If you're taking the queen's death really hard, you might have white privilege,
3: try, I, mean, <laughs> I mean,
2: it's really crazy, and like, the, there's some people like I don't know why you guys have to say such mean things about the queen upon her death, and like, I'm, usually, usually it's like you try to say something nice about somebody who's passed away,
3: unless you're Ari Shaffir, yeah.
2: unless you're okay. Ari Shaffir, and God bless Ari for staying the course. Even in the face of cancellation, of going really hard, yeah. um, it's like you don't understand history. And there I, I do get like regular folks. You should say something nice about them, okay? They're no longer here. You know, nobody's perfect. But there are these war criminals that need to get scorched. You know, when John McCain died, I was on tour with uh, Steve Renazizi, and he got so mad at me for saying the truth, which was this guy was a war pig scumbag right a war he like what he did in vietnam is questionable but a lot of people think he they called him what saigon canary or something that, like that he was like he was singing the way he came back he was a pow the way he came back and how he looked like other pm how he looked compared to other pows like dude the guy had the guy looked like he was living the life so like sorry i'm not going to give these war, i like the fact that these people get to die peacefully is like It really makes you question just the universe, right? But just know, and I've said this before, just know that these people all are coming back and they're they're all blowing donkeys in Tijuana. Just know that. That's what they come back as. These farm animal chicks, okay? I'm just (laughs) telling you. that's how the universe goes she has been like you know you could be like oh the the, the, you know the England the empire did their stuff way before dude she's 90 something like she presided on dark stuff now Johnny did you ever hear that story that she was found guilty in a world court of the disappearance of 12 children now you try to find that story you can't find it anywhere you can't find it anywhere on the internet they are scrubbing oh, you gotta go duck duck go yeah uh, to find anything good Good luck finding any um, disappearance, finding any kind of um, discussion on it because it's it's nowhere. All you can find are are the only things available are stories debunking it and that should let you know that some shade is going on because the only stories out there are the ones debunking it. It's not even the initial story for the story to get debunked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. just the debunking stories.
3: Yeah. Yeah, there's no like – you click the link, like, to the source, and there are, I, I've seen that plenty of times. Like They're dead links. Yes, yeah, dead links. Yeah.
2: Did you hear any conspiracies about her
4: death? I, I heard that she was dead before COVID, that she was dead, t- like, 42 hours or 72 hours before because they're supposed to tell everybody before we knew. As yeah. in, like – it's, it is
3: interesting. She didn't even live as long as her mother. I mean, she's, they live long in that family, dude. Whatever they're doing. that Adrenaline. The baby blood, yeah. yeah. Well, I
2: mean, you're living the easiest life. I mean, everything is taken care of. There's a thousand layers before anything of any substance actually gets you, meaning stressful. There's so many layers yeah. that they deal with it so it's presented to you as dessert every time. no matter how crazy the story is, you get the simplest, most sugar-filled version of it. Now the only thing that was very weird, do you guys remember when they took down the crest off yeah. of Buckingham Palace? Yeah that might be really interesting.
3: How's that? Well you think she died then?
2: It could be that could be the time.
3: Why would they hold that news off, do you think? Because, right? I don't want to associate with COVID. Who was the yep. Supreme
2: Court? Who was the Supreme Court Justice? That Ruth, Ruth Ginsburg?
3: Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah.
2: She was dying all the time. Yeah, Like, dude, she died like three times. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I mean, they just kept rolling the story out. And it's a pick and choose time for them to drop the story. And I'm not saying she did; she didn't die before or anything like that, or she did or anything. I don't know. But you're asking why? Because everything is a manipulation. It's 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 a psychological warfare.
3: The only thing I can think of is that they didn't want it to get credited to COVID vaccine. You know.
2: Well, you know, it's, did it's, she
3: get? Did she must have gotten the vaccine, oh, of course right? She did.
2: Yeah. Do you think they actually gave oh, her? No, no. It? no of Do you course think not, they but did but the whole theatrical? They did the Joe Biden injection. Yeah,
3: yeah, the water. Know, yeah.
2: yeah, they yeah. did the whole thing and. It's kind of crazy, man. And just people's reaction to it is just nuts. And, like, all you need to know is CNN is covering it 24-7. If you want to know, like, what side of the story you should be on, CNN is covering it 24-7, right? I mean, that's a big—and what are your guys' thoughts? I've been talking the whole time.
4: I mean, I don't give a fuck. That's over there.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm Mexican.
4: It's that thing where we call her Queen Elizabeth. To me, she's just Elizabeth. I don't understand why we call her Queen Elizabeth. I don't understand why they do. I just don't understand. You just I'm call her Elizabeth. 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 What do you want call her? Liz? Lizzie. Lizzie. Yeah. Lizzie, <laughs> Lizzie <laughs> passed away. <Yeah>. Lizzie's <laughs> dad. Lizzie it the lizard. Right. So
3: now, I've always thought that the monarchy was a fucking joke. I mean, the idea that these people, you know, have just because of who their parents were, uh, they get free money for the rest of their life. I mean, yeah. it's insane. But you're seeing this kind of woke, this woke culture having an impact now because so many of them, especially especially people in the gay community, you know loved her. And now that she's gone, and it's a guy who's going to be in charge, they're like, "Time to go, pack up." Yeah, you know, we don't so need no monarchy. Right. Isn't that it's funny? Just like the
2: flip on a dime, <laughs> your on views a dime, dude. Yeah, yeah. Based on a view, uh, just a story. So funny. So interesting, right? Totally and now the big know. thing that everyone's losing it on, and it's starting to come out, is like they have a special rule for the monarchy that doesn't apply to anybody else it's in understand. England, and that is forty percent inheritance.
3: It's unbelievable, and they don't have to pay any. inheritance tax. They have to pay
2: tax. no inheritance tax, yeah.
3: so their their wealth because they they don't actually generate a ton of money. You know, they so just they spend say, a ton of money. Yeah. I mean,
2: there's a lot of discussion about how much wealth the Queen actually has.
3: Oh, I mean, interest and stuff. They have tons of interest, but just think about it. if they had to pay taxes on all that property and everything. You know what I mean? They would would have no money. But the question is, like,
2: who are you paying taxes to? Yeah. Right? Yourself. Like, have you heard the whole story about Ben Franklin negotiating this deal that the British monarchy gets X percentage of our taxes? Like, let's just say that's true. Right? So why? It's my old theory on why Amazon doesn't pay taxes. Why would the, the government pay taxes to the government? Right? Yeah. That makes more sense than just really good bookkeeping and accounting, right? Like you can really whittle that that giant bill down to $0 with accounting tricks? Or, or is the government going, why am I paying myself? What is the government going to go? Hey, hey, taxes, here you go. Thank you. You know, it's like, well, what, what's that going to be? <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. So why would the queen, why would the royals be paying 40% tax to themselves? It doesn't make sense. But it would make sense if they just paid it because they knew it was just coming right back. Or even if a sliver of that gets busted off to the British government, they're like,
4: fuck you. I would pay for it just to look like a nice American. Like, look, we're paying our taxes too. we're paying our taxes. Do what we're doing. But but, it gets
2: down to this thing where it's like, it's almost like They just want you to know that you have no say in anything. Anytime they can psychologically break you down and cause anxiety, that's what they're going to do. It's like this show I did, this episode I did on only conspiracies about, uh, about um, whether Einstein was really who he was. And, People go, and you know, by all accounts, everyone thinks he's a brilliant. According to this guy that I had on, he was not smart at all. So you go, well, why would they put out a not smart guy? It's all about them just telling everybody. We call the shots. It's who we are. I mean, the best example of that is Camel Toe Harris, man. Like, like, dude, everything she says is idiocracy stupid. And nobody wanted her in, so here we are stuck with her. And they just want you to know it's like they have no say. And this is the whole thing with the British dude. I mean, have you seen Charles's hands? Like something's going on with those hands. Oh really? No, them? I haven't. No. Go look up uh, King Charles. Is that crazy? We gotta call him King now.
3: Yeah, Charles. Well, that, how, That's what how, how crazy it's is Charles that their national anthem changes you know when the gender changes oh it's they're like, like fat it's got, it's Look God at the king, got like fatty like sausage fingers. like sausage like fingers dude blood, It's like a weird blood pressure thing probably it's like not getting good circulation and so.
2: like those hands have never done any late oh
3: no he's got the soft hands
2: yeah he's got soft hands dude
3: soft hands and, he does look like a, a creep, huh?
2: And they look nothing. His kids look nothing like
3: him. Did you watch that video of him uh, like caressing
4: his fucking daughter's butt? He looks like George Bush. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, right?
2: No, yeah. was that him? Or
4: I think was it was it? Andrew, right? Yeah, was it? it was, or, was the it an creepy Andrew? guy that got in the crotch. Yeah, yeah, I'll look at him
2: like right
3: Like from now. behind, right? Yeah. That's what, yeah, it that. was Andrew. No,
2: that's it. Yeah, it's super crazy, right?
3: Yeah, dude, I, I mean, yeah, was I, I got to say good riddance, though. So, you know what I mean? Look like, at that! They, yeah, oh my God! And look, then look look just went <laughs> right. He can't resist. He, I, think, he can't I, resist. I, I think I don't think it's. I, you know, I think it, probably what it is is he's just so used to doing that move. Look at that, but, That it's reflex. I mean, he,
2: fought, he, he went for the bank. Bank. He went to like ring the doorbell.
3: It's reflex. On dude. the
2: back door. Watch this.
3: You think right. it's just like muscle memory, yeah, uh-huh. Johnny yeah, Johnny yeah, it, it is. Muscle it's memory. muscle memory. He's been training so long for that. Anybody he's around now, if it go, his hands go down there. He's like, "What on earth, dude?" <laughs> that's so funny. What a creep. What a fucking creep. And who is that? He's he's holding there. It's supposed to be his daughter. Oh god, what? A... I mean, unless that's your wife, it's still creepy. No, it's not yeah. his wife. I know, that's it's what I'm just saying. Yeah, it's related to him, but I I wasn't sure which one.
2: I mean, did you just rock the butt cheeks of your daughter?
3: God. That guy's gonna burn.
2: But they're all gonna burn, dude they're all going to burn that's why they want this transhumanism but there's also the theory that you know there's these dark entities here Oh, and wait they're... up
4: they want that so they don't have to go to hell so they never die
2: yeah that's the whole point of transhumanism they all kind of I like george bush but like you that? Noticed that? what
3: Y'all kind of look like George Bush. Well, I'm
2: sure if you go far back enough, they're all related.
3: Don't they? Charles looks like George Bush. Those big ears and that round. Oh my face. god!
2: You know what we have to hear for the rest of our life. Charles in charge of our days and our. <laughs> Only nights. for
3: people older than forty years. I have old. no idea yeah, what you're singing. I, you have ever no ever. song. You don't <laughs> no, know that song. No I don't know idea. that one either. Yeah. You don't I, mean, know? I know what Charles in Charge, is, but I've never. I have you no never memory. Watched
2: of it. the Charles in Charge sitcom? I
3: don't nope. think we were even born. I, when yeah, that how old? Yeah. Yeah, that stopped airing in 1990. I was like a baby.
2: It, it is kind of crazy just like how like...
3: Oh, is that Scott Baio? Is that- yeah, This is Scott Baio <laughs> show. So yeah, it was no, so never, huge. I never saw that.
2: And like his daughter was so hot in that show. I No, he was like a babysitter, I think, in the show. Something really? like that. Yeah. So now what's really disgusting is that his wife, Camilla, is that her name? I mean, can Camilla
3: you, Parker Bowles. Oh, yeah. uh,
2: she's the queen. Is he queen now?
3: Queen Regent, yeah. Oh,
2: qu- queen? What?
3: That just means she's not. She's not. Blood sorry, queen. The queen, She's the queen consort, rather. She that just means she's not like the ruler. You know what I mean? So when she, when she he hates when he dies, word, bro. the next person is, is 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 it passes down? You know what I mean? Like to the, his she doesn't become like the ruler after he dies Oh, okay she just becomes the queen mother or whatever so she's hell. queen intern yeah she's like the
2: she's just an intern she's yeah not she's a real not queen. the ruler yeah. she's a like uh tofu queen
3: yeah it's, it's it's weird it's confusing like like queen elizabeth's mother was the queen when there was a king and then when the king died queen elizabeth came became queen, and then Queen Elizabeth's mother, who was queen, became the queen mother, is what they start calling That's her. That's too much queen. Yeah it's, too, yeah, it's weird.
2: It's too much queen. That's I don't know, man. I think it's weird. I I do think if, if she was younger, it would be a way bigger story. Or maybe the internet just makes us not care because we know so much information on her and all the yeah. dark stuff that the monarchy's been involved with. And maybe just people don't care anymore.
4: Do they, I mean, I wouldn't know, but how... Does it impact them out there in, in England?
3: Is it a big deal? Well, like their money's
2: going to change, right? I mean, like she's no longer on the money now; it's going to be him.
3: Oh, do they? I know they changed the national anthem. You know, it's like "God Save the King" you now. Like, oh, all the really? Wo- yeah, they have to change the words every oh, time. Wow. It was it's been "God Save the King." You know, a lot more than "God Save the Queen." I would wager, especially. It's just because the they're being Queen Elizabeth lived so long. You know that. Imagine we had to do that to like the United States every
4: fucking four years. We got to change that name again
3: actually i don't I, I, that song actually i don't think it's that old i think it's from like 1700s maybe so uh but anyway yeah that isn't that funny no it's it's that just they a weird react uh, uh, well and then you i mean you have this w- this woman who is somehow still kind of the monarch of all these other little islands and countries around the world uh, that that's the that that's got to end the commonwealth thing you know that's got to be over well, I mean, like, what are we doing?
2: It, it's very interesting because you have all these like empires that everyone thinks ended, and then you go, did they really? No. Did Rome no. fall or did they no. just rebrand themselves as tiny churches which were just franchises all over the place so they could control everything? Did the did the British empire crash and burn or did they just push it underground so it wasn't so blatantly obvious? what that what was going on like you know canada is like a commonwealth australia is a commonwealth
3: speaking of canada did you see this fucking trudeau like this talking i think you retweeted it him talking about how i mean it's we should play let me see if i can find that real quick uh because he has he is still stuck on 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 retard here with this sorry but with this uh COVID thing it's like he's still living in the past man yeah it's uh Just a full blown idiot. Full Ted. He's gone full Ted. Hold on. Uh, you you retweeted that, right? Yeah. And it's
2: and it's just like and you're seeing a lot of people say so. When you leave LAX, man, you go you you leave it, you go up uh, La Brea, I think or Cuenga. It's
3: Cuenga, right? Yeah, to get yeah, to to go up that way. To get
2: back into like Hollywood or anywhere. You go up to this one hill, there's a giant billboard telling people to get their infants vaccinated. So so here's a big thing. I want everyone to hear this. Dana, who is like, who like just deep throat CNN, right? Yeah. She just loves it. She's even starting to question stuff. And she told me, and I want everybody to hear this, to tell people you love. That the new flu shot is like turbocharged.
3: Have you heard this? Well, I remember you telling it that it was like multiple strands. It's in it.
2: four different shots in one. And they say, if you get that and you get the booster, you're in the danger zone.
3: Just too much shit going it's on. It's too much for your body to handle. Well, and then the flu shot. I mean, they'd say it doesn't even work half the time anyway. I mean, if you look back at the success record that they admit that they admit and you know it's not that much if they admit that it's like, oh, it was only 20% effective right, this year. Right, right, Come right, There's right. There's this Trudeau. I mean, this guy's just- trying
0: to bring people together is not always compatible with science, with respect for human rights, with the best way to move things forward. I mean, when Aaron O'Toole talks about, oh, yes, we need to unite people, we need to bring people together. He's talking about defending the rights of people who are anti-vax, to endanger my kids and endanger us all of future lockdowns and risk all of us having a slower recovery. If you make a choice, a personal choice, to not get vaccinated, then I will have no sympathy for you when you come to me and said Oh, but I can't go out to a restaurant with my friends or I'm not being allowed to go to the gym or My employer uh, is telling me I have to continue to work from home uh, You don't have a right to endanger others trying to bring what people- the fuck?
2: world Do you live in where are you from like what year? That, all the information has come out? I mean, mainstream medias are completely pushing back against what you're saying. It is unbelievable. Uh,
3: Pierre, you may want to get on the phone with Bill Gates real quick because right. even he is. So. He's even yeah. said
2: it. He's even said it. What are you doing? And what's going on is the these, these liberal progressives are now having to double down on what they used to say just so they don't have to walk it back and admit lose they face. were wrong. Yeah, lose face. I mean, the woman in uh, – the mayor in D.C. was like, nope, you got, nope, no school, no nothing. I think it's
3: power. I think they also got a taste of, like, ultimate power, you yeah. know? And this well, guy just doesn't want to let it go.
2: If you don't have an emergency, you don't get emergency powers. And that's why they keep pushing this, keep pushing this. You remember now, now Monkey Pox? You remember when Monkey Pox was a thing?
3: done dude i well it's so funny i went to the doctor the other day and i have a, my doctor's in west hollywood so it's a lot of gay dudes in there and they <laughs> they were all talking about yeah so i i have you gotten the, sh- the monkey pox facts? yeah i got my first shot oh. but i'm a little afraid to get this i mean they were all all i mean that's all they talked about dude well the, look g- gays are very much still on the monkey pox i can tell you that
2: well i mean they literally have deep-throated the uh, the narrative of that and now people, you're seeing people talk. I got the monkeypox vaccination. Well, Look at my yeah. and like just bad shit's well, happening. I, I mean,
3: it's, I mean, I feel they're victims though, because they were targeted. I mean, they this whole infrastructure that was used for COVID, you know, for the past two years, suddenly just the the eye of Sauron kind of turned and targeted them now. You know, and if, and if they're with it, that means
4: they got the booster, strong. they got the COVID, they got the monkeypox, and then the flu shot.
3: Oh
4: God, yeah. yeah, like that sounds. And they're on prep already. I mean,
2: yeah. I mean it's like unbelievable.
4: Now there's this article here what to do about getting updated COVID-19 booster shot and flu shot at the same time. Like
2: and dude, like, it's like letting CNN. You know. Yeah. MSN is sharing a CNN. Like that is like the legion of doom right there. <laughs>
3: yeah. It's yeah. real
2: quick. Uh guys, uh real quick I want to tell you about uh, uh you know, if you love the show and you want to support the show, there's a lot of ways to support the show, okay? Um one way is to buy T-shirts. Just go to uh, t shirtscom uh, We got some great new shirts out for you. We have the, um, where is it? God, Oh, All My Heroes Are Shadow Band. And it's, that's a tinfoil hat exclusive. And we've added Fall hat at the bottom. So you got your tinfoil hat. And then you have uh, They Live, the TA tfh live shirt which uh was hot this weekend in texas and we have a new one about to drop drop as well just go to timfoad t-shirts.com or go to samtripley.com. another way sports show is through premium content okay we got a lot of premium just go to rockfin.com we have five shows that you can you can get for only ten dollars uh, Rockfin.com/slash/conspiracy/social/club. Me and Brian Callen's debate show. Uh, I have my, my zero podcast, which I don't understand how you listen to Tim Fall Hat and not listen to Zero. You need them to balance it out. That's Tim Fole, That's Rockfin.com/slash/Tim Hat, and that excuse me, Rockfin.com/slash. Zero and then rockfin.com slash tinfoil hat. Go there. We also have one for Broken Sim. Mm. And we also have We Don't Smoke the Same. Same. You get all that for ten dollars. Just click all the views and just click any of the links. Just go to samtriple.com. All the links are there. And uh here's a quick word from our sponsor. All right, real quick, guys, I want to tell you about our friends at copy my crypto. Yes. Guys, listen, the recession is underway, fuel is through the roof, and food prices are insane. People are beginning to lose their homes.
3: But there can be a massive positive to this because recessions are where more wealth is made than in any other time in the economic cycle. Take the last recession. Those who invested in property and stocks more than doubled their money inside two years. But no market rose like crypto where people made 10, 50, even 100 times over the same period. That's what James McMahon did. On his Crypto with James YouTube channel, he told his 21,000 subscribers to invest in the same 26 coins that he did. Had you invested $100 into each of those coins, you'd have been in profit for more than $123,000. $1,000. Wow. His top pick of the year, a crypto called Phantom, went up a staggering 692 times. And remember, this is public knowledge. You can go to YouTube and verify it yourself. James will be sharing every coin he buys during this recession on his Copy My Crypto membership site. It's like having a big brother who knows what he's doing. You don't need to know a thing about crypto or how to invest, you simply copy James.
2: So to join the 2,800 members who copy James, go to copymycrypto.com slash Sam. That's copymycrypto.com forward slash S-A-M. It's your call. You can thrive in this recession or be another victim. Go, to, go visit the site and read every word. Now. We go deep home boys. open your mind. Drink all right uh, uh, all right all right so here uh, our guest has finally gotten here man we had some uh internet issues and he had to come into studio which we always love to do he is a comedian and he's a filmmaker and i've done his shows before and he's a really good guy please welcome brian marino how are you buddy
1: thank you thank you for having me here and to all your audience man you have not only a a really dedicated awesome fan base you do a great job so thank you Sammy Thank
2: you dude I appreciate that you know it's been a while the the um I think I did your House of Com- House of Blue show and <laughs> bombed horribly And then I think it was Thomas Paine. Is that the comic that you had up that night? That was the first time I saw him. Gay comic out of New York. Thomas Dale. Thomas Thomas Dale. He crushed, and and that's when I wanted to quit comedy.
1: (laughs) Thomas Dale actually quit comedy, and now he's a spiritual medium.
2: Yeah, I got to get him on my Zero. (laughs) I figured you'd like to talk to him. (laughs) Yeah, I would love to get him on my Zero podcast. He's super funny. But I also get when people are like, I don't want to do this game anymore. Well, comedy
1: is such a beat you down kind of art form. You know, because your successes are so fleeting. Like the minute you have success, you're off stage, and it's starting to go away. But your failures seem to last so long. Uh, and-
2: I, I I was doing this. I was doing a weekend in Plano, which was great. And uh, you know, you know my feature Zane was like, dude, if I sold as many tickets you would that you sell, I'd be so happy. I go for a minute. And then you want to sell as much as Tim yeah. Dillon or, or all these. It, it's, I remember Sebastian Mascalco was like, all I want to do is tour. That's it. All I want to do is tour. And now he's like, I try to get movies out, TV shows out. It's, it's just, it's never not being a
4: human. Yeah. That's what it is. It's being human. You always try to you do always better. Know. But
2: I'm also at a place where it's like, I, I'm like. I just literally want to sell 300 tickets in one night in the place. I want a Doug Stan open. That's why I, I want Doug Stanhope's career. That's about it. But, anyways, you're doing great things. I did your show, bombed. And then, uh, you know, I would watch from afar all the great stuff you're doing. And so it seems like you're doing some really great stuff.
1: Well, the, thanks, man. I, um, God, this is going back. I used to be the MC, to give your audience a little background, I used to be the MC at the House of Blues. That's how I basically got into comedy.
2: They just got rid of that venue. Oh, I can't I believe it. I believe it.
1: Oh, I love that. Like, the amount of experiences I got to have and and celebrities I got to meet and the drugs I got to do with those celebrities, <laughs> was it was lights out. Like, it was second to none, you know? Like, the green room literally had rats running across the floor. The air conditioner wouldn't work. People hated going there. But it was so bohemian and fun. Like, it was... It's for the people who know LA, it's what Sunset Boulevard used to be.
2: That's a great thing because before the show we were kind of talking, we've talked about this on the show before, about what's going on in California in LA. And I think LA uh, all the outlaws got ran out. Mm -hmm. Whether it's through COVID or cancel culture a lot of them are gone. The crowds aren't what they used to be. What are your whole thoughts on that?
1: (laughs) Well I think this started a long, like a long time ago because t- to give you my background, I've been in LA so long, it's like Sunset Boulevard used to be a place where real art was made, real music, real rap, real uh, rock, real comedy. And then corporations started coming in, and once corporations start coming in, we all know things get optimized they get um, they get made to be bigger and better, and you lose all that that original feel, that vibe and bigger and better really isn't bigger and better. You find out once all these shiny new mirrors get put up and all these bright lights, and it's all these soulless hollow kind of venues where they want the same vibe, but you're never going to recreate it. Because Sunset Boulevard, you remember, there used to be a no cruising law on Sunset. It would be so packed because motherfuckers would be in their low riders just jumping up and down, and the cops would stand there. And if you drove back up and down twice, you got a ticket.
2: Yeah, uh, so I don't know if you were, were you here during the Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal years? Yes. Well, that's what you're talking (laughs) about. Sunset was Insane. When the Lakers were in full on like Annihilate mode, sunset was insanity to the point it became a police state. There were like just like every club was going nuts. Then there were shootings, there were stabbings, and people were were freaking out. But but then something happened where that all went away, and the only thing left on sunset that was really doing well was the comedy store. And it was insanity. But Mm -hmm. the rest of it was just like all the rock clubs, just not. I'm like you drive by on a Friday, Saturday night by it's these dead. rocks club, they're dead. Oh, the
1: Viper used to used to be like a place you had to go. Um, there were those rock venues right up the street, like you whiskey, had the whiskey, the whiskey. Yes. I used to have to because I was the MC at the House of Blues, and basically the MC was you just introduce a band. Or you tell oh, that
2: must have been great. It was awesome.
1: It was awesome, and that's how I got the room in the foundation room to do my comedy show because they're like, "Oh, we're doing an art show up there. You could be a comedian in there." I was like, "Sure," and the, like the the I wouldn't have to promote. They would fill the room. It would recycle itself. So like people would get up, more would sit down, and it's like I had to do like to open up for all kinds of like rock bands at the Viper and the Whiskey. And I remember one time I had to tell the audience the band you paid for ain't showing up, the bus broke down, and you ain't getting a refund, but here's the, here, and I remember just hearing, fu, 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 fu. and a glass bottle goes right by my my, <laughs> by my head, oh my and people just started gosh. going crazy, and that, that's like who, how I learned stand-up. Who was the band? Like, was, it, was Someone it, you never heard of. Oh, someone okay, did it
2: happen a lot?
1: Uh, once in a while, but like sometimes it would be cool, it would be like the band got bumped for someone like Trent Reznor. Or someone who um cause that tri-
2: happens in music too.
1: <laughs> yeah, like and they would come and do a crazy set and, and that kind of stuff. Like I get chills just thinking about like back in the day how cool sunset was and how if that building was still there, I would have tried to keep that show going forever. And that's how I met tons of comedians. That's how I met because I'd walk over the comedy store and be like, Yo, I got a hot room. Right across the street. You want to do... Because I sucked back then. Like, back then, they were like, you have two hours. I was like, bro, I got three minutes of jokes. Like, what (laughs) what you mean I got two hours, bro?
2: That's so crazy. Yeah,
1: and I remember, like, comedy changed for me one time when I was opening the show. And um, Russell uh, Peters came over with Jamar and Gerard. And I remember Russell was watching me. And I was trying to host. I was just some dumb comedian, young comedian. And I start making jokes and Gerard and Jamar just start laughing at me. And as a comedian, like when other comedians aren't laughing with you, like they're laughing at you, you never forget it. And I'm like, I got to work harder and tough. And I remember Russell was like, yo, man, I see what you're trying to do. But a good host makes a great headliner. Keep learning at a host. And I never stopped. And that's when I kept doing my shows. Yeah.
2: Hosting is a... Trying to get this guy to learn how to fucking host on the road, he won't freaking do it. <laughs> well, it's a different muscle because yeah, you got to be totally
1: part, yeah. present. You got to look someone in the eye, like at the at the House of Blues when you're telling them the band ain't showing up. There might be one person that's paying attention. You got to lock eyes with them, and you got to work your way out. I don't want to be here either, man. <laughs> like I'm, so, you know, and they're booing you, and and that's you know that's how I think a lot of comedy. Used to get developed through a lot of hardship.
2: Yeah, that's and, how it's always. Supposed well, that's to how do. It's,
1: that's not how it is anymore. Now, no, it's like you got a not. bunch of social media followers, all of a sudden you're the next Kevin Hart. Like what?
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. What? So we were talking about something, and I was gonna talk about it on Broken Sim when we recorded tonight, but we'll talk about it here since you know you were part of this cool time on Sunset. And now that that's not there anymore, I do feel that Joe Rogan leaving L.A has caused chaos in the comedy scene. I feel it's gone Game of Thrones when the Fat King died, and just it was like, who's going to sit on the throne?
1: Well, see, this is great, because I come from a bit of an outside thing, and I remember when Joe wasn't really... uh, He was persona non grata at the comedy store. And I remember when... Because Tommy was there at the time. And once Tommy got ejected and Joe came back in he definitely regulated some of the scene and it's crazy to see from the outside because when he left i'm like oh comedians leave no but it's like right now there is a big void there there's a void in 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 who and what la's voice really is right now Yeah, and that's crazy to say because la yes. is is it's la or new york and la ain't got no voice right now and yeah. it's wild to me
2: and it is wild and i feel like Everybody is so like there's this podcast wars going on. Sure. That that's what I'm saying about this Game of Thrones shit. There's all this podcast wars going on. I want nothing to do with it. I'm like, we're our own like we're the from the north, bro. We're the wild things, bro. And like, I I don't want to get involved until I gotta get involved, but I don't want to. And it just seems like people are jockeying for positions. There's like, there's scandalous shit going down that I feel wouldn't fly if you know if there was more order to the like you know like I think there's this thing where it's so a big time in 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 comedy was Chelsea Lately, the show. And you saw a lot of comics, in particular women, studying the moves of reality stars. And these reality stars would just do crazy shit to get on TMZ and it would up their brand and their exposure. And I feel like there's a lot of comics that are trying to do that right now. With these Content, podcast wars and just saying the most outrageous shit in their podcast that maybe they don't even mean, but they just want people to well, clip Was that show it. that
3: big? Because I hear you talk about that a lot. Dude, I, dude I never honestly,
2: Chelsea lately was humongous
1: well this was the thing that that he didn't bring up though Chelsea lately was also one of those stepping stones for comedians when you when they put you on Chelsea lately to be on the board or the panel whatever they did you made it oh yeah. you 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 started booking more shows on the yeah. road you started booking the, the bigger clubs. You know the better days, and all.
2: And she took a bunch of features to headliner. Sure,
1: and right now there is no like ladder. There's no guide. The comedy world, like you say, it's a huge void, and everyone's just fighting and stabbing everyone yeah, else in the back. I see. it Cut happening. you in the throat. There's a red Wendy to every day in the comedy <laughs> in the comedy
2: business. And you just see a bunch of people, try a bunch of like a uh, wokeness and people don't want to hang out with anyone that might get them canceled. And it's just like, it's real. I'm sorry, man. It's just really weird right now. There's no order. Hey guys, I want to tell you about one of our favorite sponsors, Helix Sleep. I love Helix Sleep. Okay. Helix is the premium mattress brand that provides tailored mattresses based on unique sleep Preferences. The Helix lineup includes 14 unique mattresses, including a collection of luxury models, a mattress for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made for just kids. Okay. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix sleep quiz and find the perfect mattress in two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge
3: helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home that's why they offer a hundred night risk-free trial try out your new helix mattress see how your body adjusts and if you decide it's not the best fit you're welcome to return it for a full refund everybody is unique and everyone sleeps differently that's why helix has several different mattress models to choose from each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences they have models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side they have models with more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions plus they have enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night and that's one thing i do boy i overheat
2: i've always said that about about you bro always okay i took the helix sleep quiz and i matched with the midnight helix midnight medium feel pressure point relief side sleeper support i'm a side sleeper dude no not only is this mattress the best i've slept on but it's also set way fast way easy okay helix mattress delivered in a box and straight
3: to my door for free. Plus, Helix mattresses are American-made and come with a 10- or 15-year warranty, depending on the model. And remember, you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. If you don't love it, but we know you will, they will come and pick it up for you and give you a full refund.
2: Yeah, it's just that simple. So here's what you want to do. Here's what we're offering. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to dot com slash tim with helix better sleep starts now hey guys i want to tell you about our friends at factor okay when you think about fall what do you think about for me it's a packed schedule luckily factors ready to eat meal delivery keeps me fueled up and feeling good no matter how crazy my days and nights get whether you need a quick lunch or a nutritious meal that's ready in minutes Factor makes it easy, and it's cheaper than takeout. That's a serious fall win, okay? Factor is a perfect mealtime solution for the on-the-go lifestyle. Their fresh, never-frozen meals are delivered ready to heat and eat in two minutes, so I can fuel up fast and get on with my day. Factor now offers 30-plus meals per week and 36 plus add-on options like smoothies, juices, snacks and more to keep me going no matter what's on the schedule. Factors cheaper than takeout, seriously. And thanks to their commitment to ingredients with integrity, you can actually feel good about what you're eating every day. Factor has everything I need for a week of Good Eats. In addition to ready-to-eat meals, they have cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggies, sides, and more to keep me going during my busy season. So here's what I want you guys to do. Head to go.factor75.com tinfoil130 and use the code tinfoil130 to get $130 off across six boxes. That's code TINFOIL130 at go.factor, the number 75.com slash TINFOIL130 for 130 off. Enjoy it.
1: Well, the problem with the wokeness, I think, is that Comedians get afraid to speak their actual mind.
2: Oh, no, no, no. What even upsets me more than that is people actually get mad when you speak your own <laughs> mind because that shines a light on them not saying their own mind. They all want to conform. Even though the industry is dead, they want to conform to the theory uh, uh, of the industry. Sure.
1: So, look... Making a look, this movie that I just made, I invested all of my money, all my time, all my energy, all my connections. And you hear in L.A. this, you hear this all the time, but you don't ever experience it. Everyone wants to be that that headliner comedian, that famous actor, that great director. But when, this, when it's actually on the line and you got to put something up, huh, everyone's busy or they're, or, nah, I don't want to take the chance. I don't know. so right, bro. No. And, and the wokeness, I think, is part of the softness that, that like, goes hand in hand. When you become so like paralyzed by fear, yes. uh, you don't do anything. Yes. You don't do anything and you can't I live agree. your life like that.
2: I agree, man. It is, there's a bunch of scared people. That are just trying to fucking form alliances. And it's just weird shit, man. And I don't know where my place in it is in it. And I'm somewhat I happy that, that I'm not. I don't need it. Like, I'm so thankful for this crowd. These people that listen to the show. This brand itself.
1: It's it's cool. Let me let me give you a lot of props and your listeners. Like I was saying, but not this, these guys. Now nah, I, <laughs> uh, well, I was saying this to me. I was saying this. Guys
2: getting hot blondes in Texas asking for them, and I'm kind of over it. All right. <laughs> Talk to me about my impact right now. <laughs> well,
1: no, you are one of the OGs in the podcasting business. Yeah. Like I have been watching the evolution for so long, and you and Rogan and some of these other people who do all this stuff so well is half the reason why I stopped doing my podcast. Because I'm like, why am I going to be so derivative of people that are doing it better than me,
2: longer than me? Right but now, dude, I'm gonna be honest with you. In the short time we've talked, yeah. you're really good. Dude. I'm like, <laughs> like I, you could, you have, I think, this kind of. Uh, what it would take to do that but go on you were saying how great I am well, no <laughs> and, and I it's like
1: um, when you start focusing on too many things you kind of lose your core yeah you know and filmmaking was always like why I got in the business you know when I realized I wasn't going to be the next groundbreaking actor you, you know I had to learn all the other aspects of the business and then I just happened to fall into comedy because of the House of Blues and because people are like oh yeah you shouldn't be a comedian you should be I'm like what I don't. what do you mean be a comedian I was literally like, "What do you like?" I'm 11 years in this Thanksgiving now, so it's not that
2: long, no, like not. even. But I love that you created your own your own movie. So Johnny, is it time or can we? Okay, so let's let's get into your movie. Yeah, let's yeah. get into your movie. Tell us a little bit about your movie because I'm really happy that you made your own. like. A lot of people are like making their own like podcasts and YouTube channels, but. There is something about a movie and what movies represent. And, like, and like, I love what you're doing because I believe, like, indie movies is the next frontier of independent con- content creators that will fully, like, just annihilate Hollywood.
1: I totally agree because some of these TikTok and YouTube people, they're going to get they're going to outgrow these, these platforms out the on because that's the thing about some of the short-form videos and why I stopped. Because I used to uh, direct stuff for Funny or Die and this other website called Strictly Humor, and I really learned short-form content, won a couple awards, and once I saw like the top of that, I'm like, I got to make a movie. Like the only way people are going to take me seriously as a filmmaker is if I make a film.
4: But there is money now, like the Daily Wire, Tim Cass. Oh, yeah. Now there's, yeah, now you got people that would. The to Daily Wire is putting
1: out it. some real good content, yeah. some real strong content. But that's the thing a lot of those people, they have the schooling, they have the experience. And now, once they get a little bit of funding, you know, it just all depends where your funding comes from. Like I say, I had to borrow money, I took this out of my my own accounts like i did everything i could and look the initial budget for a movie like this when i first thought i'm like look i'll drop 15 20 grand i'm in about 150 right now and but you guys this is the thing i never knew before it's like to actually get a movie from your brain to the screen it's not just like lining up cockroaches and then teaching them how to tap dance it's <laughs> it's also the legal it's the insurance. It's the the quality control on it. Like, there's so many reasons why filmmakers never get their movie seen because you can't get it to clear lawyers. What I did right here, look, the the now name, if
2: you're d- doing it with lawyer, because yeah. like Napoleon Dynamite, right, got made for like a song and a dance. Do you think he went through well, all? No, of but that? those are
1: those are actors. No, those are paid actors that sign a waiver. Like say. Um, You're in my movie, uh, your rate's 200 bucks. You sign a waiver, you get paid that 200 bucks, and whatever you act and do, it's my footage. Put it together. So that movie to get insured is going to be much less than something like mine because this is a, by the legal letter of the law, what I did was a documentary. Because, look, there's clips from Rogan in my movie. There's clips from uh, Fox News. There's clips from MSNBC. And to get clearance on those clips, it's got to be, covered under the Freedom of Information Act as a documentary. So I had to make sure the movie that I installed within that actually followed a documentary. So all the characters within it use their real name. I did not write a story. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah.
2: So this is super interesting. Let's, sure. let's focus on this. What is the name of your movie?
1: Dreamland, a storming Area 51 story.
2: Okay, and this is a fictional story? It's a,
1: well, it's a real... It's a documentary by the legal letter. This is a documentary. It's a and, comedy documentary.
2: So it's a com- it's a comedy doc, yeah. okay? But it's based in reality? Yes. And it has real facts in it? Uh-huh. Or- oh, yeah. I...
1: Okay, and I don't want to shit on anyone's UFO movie. Um, I'm very much into UFO-ology. Okay. But most of I'm those movies, when you watch them, your eyes glaze over in ten minutes.
4: That's how I met him. I met him at a show and he just starts talking aliens and I'm like, I should you should come on the show. <laughs> and and I'm, he's I'm, like, What show do you have? I'm like, I'm on ten four. He's like, I'm on Tuesday on and I'm like, I'll ride <laughs> up the alley, type of shit. So he's really into UFOs. Like he was talking on the side, smoking weed and like, dude, and I was
1: like, Yo, what, what are you talking about? So he's not fucking around. No, I, I'm well I'm a full believer Okay, I love conspiracy. I may not believe the conspiracy, but I believe there has to be a checks and balance. And the conspiracy is one of those things, checks and balances on things. Like Some of them are just so far out that they aren't, but some are so far out that there may be something there. And you have to keep an open mind to all these things. And this movie... It is one of the most comprehensive alien documentaries you're ever going to see, but I hide that within a comedy story of a road trip to Area
2: 51. I love that idea, right? It's like a comedy while facts are being put out, which is somewhat what this show does. I love
4: that idea. It's like a scary movie where, like, based on a true story type of thing. Yeah, where it's I like... It's like a little I mean, bit of facts, but you're getting... It's entertaining you at the same time.
2: One time... You know, again, I always bring this up, but there was an HBO show that just came and went. But the trailer, I remember catching it one time. And it was this black actress, and she was saying this... She said this line. It's like, get them laughing, slip them the truth. And, and, like, that just imprinted on my brain way back in the day, and I was like, that's the key to everything. Get them laughing, slip them the truth. So if you can do that, if you can, and you know it's so interesting? The opposite has been done by the, the elites forever. They've used Hollywood to, to push narratives, which you don't really understand it, because you're watching like a comedy, but you don't understand. They're like trying to push this stuff well, down I mean, your look throat. At,
1: look at Top Gun, like you know, that's a American military <laughs> like propaganda movie, right? They don't yeah. even tell you what country they're fighting.
2: How you know? many
1: kids? Yeah, how many kids signed up after
4: watching that? Oh, I can be I can be that instead of go to instead of go to community college.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent, bro. I mean, that's what's all done. All those movies are propaganda. Saving Private Ryan. All those are. Yeah, military. They,
3: they don't get made without military participation. But I mean, where do you think they get all that equipment? It's, yeah, it, it's sure.
2: It, yeah, it's like, can we get poor people to buy into this narrative to come do it? So to do the opposite, I really like that. Idea. Thank
3: you. And this
1: is and this is one of those movies. Um, like along the way, I got shat on. Like I would try to show people this movie, like high in the business. And one of the big mistakes I made was showing people too early, because it. Nobody is going to have the vision in your mind. Like, I showed them without scoring. I showed them before it was color corrected. And someone in the movie business, that's all they're going to see is all the errors you made. You're so right. So I, I had to really fight over, fight through some of those obstacles. I mean, I'm, I'm shocked I even completed this fucking thing. <laughs> like, I mean it. Like, during COVID, when all that stuff happened, my editor who was working on this, he was supposed to come over and do a screening comes over dressed up in this crazy garb like he's like, like he's literally just saved the, the Lord or something, like with all this jewelry, goes to find out that he started doing too much K and he thought he was about to be raptured by Jesus. That is I hilarious. I he, he tells me, he's like, he's been talking to God, and he, he's like, I'm going to get raptured tomorrow and all this and that, and I'm like, not about my movie? You had the J-Man on the line, and you didn't even bring up my goddamn film? That is
2: so funny, dude. <laughs> that is so funny. So is this a trailer?
1: Yeah, this is a
4: trailer. So 90 John, seconds. Yeah.
2: What, can we listen to it? Let's Yeah, listen. yeah, yeah. Give yeah. Us I right? got to pull it okay, up. Let's
4: let's pull. Yeah. So let's hear it. I, hold, no, I, I so when did you start this when was
1: like the first time yeah. you dropped somebody and said this is three, basically three years ago today I got the idea okay I was oh, but
2: have you always been a a, a, a UFO guy is that yes. why you did it well
1: uh, moreno the alien is all my social media but I I've always been fascinated with the idea really? of alien because this it meant it means oh, here, we sorry,
3: sorry, sorry, sorry.
2: Okay. here we go here we go Let's hear it. Are you ready? This is the name of your movie again?
3: After this, we should take a break. Dreamland, a storming area 51 story. Okay. After this, we should take our break.
2: Okay
1: never made much sense to me. When I heard about the storming of Area 51 event, or millions of people wanted answers from the government about what happened at Roswell with the crashed UFO and the aliens recovered there, I knew I had to put everything on the line, and that's exactly how we got here.
3: We have to get off. We've lost everyone. It all started as a joke on Facebook. A call by Maddie Roberts to storm Area 51.
2: I'm so excited! But the joke took off. More than Two million people signed up.
3: Who came to see aliens? Ah! I woke up and there was a little gray person at my feet,
1: and they came to me at night, and I didn't have a clue what they were. We're actually at the gates of Area 51.
2: Where are we even going? What do you want me to
1: do? Why am I here?
2: We can move faster than their bullets. Let's see them aliens. As the signs warn, lethal force is authorized against those who disobey.
1: We're going to get killed. Don't shoot this. Don't shoot any of this. No, you know it. Keep shooting. Don't stop. (laughs) What kind of friends? someone in vegas i ended up making a movie that i didn't intend to make
3: the pentagon recently admitted that it really has been secretly studying ufos and then it wanted to figure out and duplicate that technology
4: yes it's the best weekend of my life
2: I love it, dude. It's really good, man.
1: So far, the reviews, the Rotten Tomatoes, so far, the critics, I mean, a few of them are throwing around the words like cult classic and stuff, which is cool, you know, and... I should
2: get you help. You want to get on my buddy's streaming site? He could help you make some money while you're doing it, dude? Well, I
1: sold the movie to a distribution company.
2: Okay, what's going on?
1: Yes, well, tomorrow it'll be out on Apple TV, Amazon Prime, uh... Gosh, it'll be Spectrum. Anywhere you watch movies, that's
2: great. So, yeah, and then go.
1: hopefully uh, we get some AMC theaters. You know, like it's that's it's great. on the AMC website. It's just a matter of how well it does. You know, if that's they've...
2: great. So give us a link to send everybody to.
1: Well, so, well, you can literally uh, tomorrow it'll be everywhere. But right now you get to a pre-order on Apple TV. But it'll be you just put Dreamland Storming and everything will come up everywhere to get it. Like um, the Rotten Tomatoes, I just tell anyone who watches it go give a review because that's, that's the great, only way bro. an indie filmmaker gets actual feedback. You know? All
2: right? Yeah, man. I'm super proud of you, dude. <laughs> Thank you. That 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 looks shiny. It looks good. Uh, I, and now I realize what was based off that. Let's storm. Let's storm the the um the Area 51 that became really big well the the whole th-
1: man this is crazy you're gonna love this story i was at this bar called janky's in this small little town in ohio sitting next to a trucker and we're talking and he's like oh you're a comedian and he looks me up and he sees my handles Morena the alien he's like oh you heard about the storming area 51 thing it would be hilarious if you went there and interviewed people and i'm like fuck he's right holy shit so this was literally three years ago today. 21 days before the event, I started making calls. People are like, "You can't make a movie in three weeks. You can't. You can't get in. Sh- you can't do it." I'm like, "Watch. One of my buddies is like, if one person can, you can." How do you start? Like, how do you start
4: with like? What, like how do you-, you
1: just well, the first place I had to start is I knew I needed a producer and an assistant director and someone. Well, the first... I started with Rick Izquieta. You know Rick. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, Rick and his whole family, his whole Mexican family, own a production company. They have all the equipment. So, I, I put on Facebook, anyone have all the equipment, production company, and Rick was so... He was so all about it. We meet... I explained him the idea, and he's like, I don't really understand it, but we can do it. <laughs> and I'm like, that's all I need. Wait, wait, so did you have to rent gear or not? Well, I did have to rent a lot of gear, but Rick's, um, thankfully, his um, family had two cameras. And I basically shot this with three cameras. Like what would you a, shoot in them? Um... Well, I, I, I could give you the specs, but the, yeah. the important thing is I shot it on three cameras so that one camera was always facing the action, another camera was yeah. watching the action, and then the third camera was kind of like the audience as a voyeur. So there are shots where the audience feels like, it's called cinema verite, yeah, yeah. where the audience feels like you're just a fly on the wall. And that's what I was trying to reproduce. Because a lot of these people who are in there, they are not actors. They're not comedians. I could never have them say these lines and then be believable. And then on the last day, like, because they were really disappointed. Because this was going to be, this is a failure story. Let me be clear. This is a <laughs> failure <your> story. <laughs> and really I, really I kind of. We ha- all know you guys didn't make Ontario 51. Yeah, we, yeah everyone this is knows a failure that. story. <laughs> So after the first night I even I, I brought some mushrooms and every all the cast and crew took some and you could see how much fun there. Like a family was bonding. And then the next day when they're doing the testimonials, you could really see the difference, the change in the mental state. Like every character does a 180 whether they intended to or not, you know, and, and that's part of growing and evolving because this movie This movie is about faith, okay? My my whole thing is all these UFO people who, who believe in, in and that they've been abducted, people who believe that UFOs come to this earth, people who believe in things that are un, une- things that you cannot clearly explain or describe. It is the same thing as someone who gets down on their knees and prays to a God. These things are so esoteric and so not clearly understood and so indescribable that it's all about faith. Like, as long as you have faith, whatever you believe in, like, it's real. Like, if you believe it to be real, like, it is. And this movie is just, it shows the parallel that these religious fanatics and UFOlogy people, they're they're all the same. They just got faith in something that's not described or not able to see, you're not able to quantify. And my... My faith was the faith that I could make a movie even out of nothing, like a failure story. And that's what the faith is. Like you believe in not only these things outside, but you believe in yourself.
2: Well, what do you, what do you believe in? Are you, you believe in dimensions? You believe aliens come here in crafts from other planets? Well,
1: this is the smartest person that I know that's ever described this to me, um, Engineer for Boeing, Martin Marriott, uh, Lockheed Martin, stuff like that. Um, 25 years ago, gosh, when I was very young, he uh, was describing me a job that he was working on for the government. It was to develop a radar system that tracks things that go over 700 miles an hour. And at the time, there weren't even missiles that went over. So he's like, what are we tracking? And that's where, and I would talk to him about, you know, UFOs and aliens and things like that. And he described it, and I've never forgot about this, that we are basically that tribe in the jungle. We're like that bush in the bush in Africa that has no technology, that can barely communicate linguistically with each other. So it's like, yes, maybe some people in a safari stop by and they mess with those people in the jungle a little, but our planet is simply a way station for for intergalactic travel. That's the way it was described to me, so I have a, a bit of a belief in that. However, um, with my experiences with DMT and other things, I'm a firm believer of interdimensionality.
2: Yeah, me 100%. too, dude. Uh, even possibly fallen angels Sure, from well, uh, heaven you know. Or well, I dimensions. believe there's
1: a, there's a balance. There's a yin and a yang. So if you talk about fallen angels, there's a balance on the other side. There's opposing forces. That,
2: I agree with that.
1: that. That really work to pull us in different directions like we may be the tribe in the bush but just like people are fighting over territory in la i think they're fighting over people's can, minds that in is them.
2: my belief 100 percent. yeah that there's just forces of light and dark and and those are only to describe their intentions you know i don't, i think magic and all that stuff there is no there's no white magic black magic there's only magic and how you wield that magic the is whether it's light or dark. So it's like white or black. It's like how you're wheeling in your intentions. That's every and like intention is everything sure. whether it's comedy or magic or whatever. What is your intentions? And that's why I think that's what's going on here. There is there's a, a cult secret societies who've worked with both light and dark to battle for supremacy of where we are.
1: Yeah, I would totally second that motion, but go back to your intention. The one thing that I would disagree with about intention is like the path to hell is paved with good intentions, okay? Right. It's like good intentions start to change very quickly when different opportunities are presented. Like um I use this um metaphor with art all the time. The minute business is entered into art, it's no longer art. Like you you lo- you lose whatever you start like once business comes in you got it you're thinking about monetary you're thinking about viewers you're thinking about other people that work for you like it's just different and when it comes to actually the the spirit of a planet you know like the the spirit of this human being that we are i think there may be some with good intention but it doesn't really matter. Once people start to get into power, things start to happen and change. So I believe there's always good, good energy fighting for us, but I'm not necessarily sure it's intended. The intentions are that it's just, you are who you are sometimes like evil. Do you believe evil is created or it's just that's, or it's changed into like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, is it, come is evil there from conception or does evil over time does light disintegrate into dark because it seems like our society we build things up to the best we can and then we tear it the fuck apart and then we spit on it and condemn it and it's like what if that's kind of just the the regression of energy you know the progression of energy and then the the coming regression of it
2: I, i i like that i you know, evil is very interesting. You know, Will Smith back when he was loved um, <laughs> got in a lot of trouble for, for saying that he would never play Hitler as evil, and he got a lot of shit for that. And but I understand. Wait, wait, what, wait, he what did he say? He said like uh, if, he played, Smith, yeah, he, uh, if he played, yeah, if he played the role of Hitler, he would not if play. If He played him. Hitler. If he, like, just,
3: okay. because... Right. No, were, I just, I'm just i imagining that. That's a terrific image. I mean, image. dude, yeah. in, in 2022... Yeah, you, absolutely, yeah. Hey, you, he could get cast yeah. as Hitler. Yeah, yeah.
2: 100%. Yeah,
3: it'd be racist if they didn't make him yeah. Hitler. Yeah. It'd be a racist yeah. movie if you he don't wasn't think Hitler. That,
2: that Hollywood wouldn't make a black Hitler? You're crazy. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine
3: Will Smith with that little mustache? You know, just, I could. I could. This is Hollywood. Yeah. I put up that
2: meme on uh, Instagram.
3: That's the next step in this whole thing, is that historical figures, they'll just the race won't be relevant anymore. They already have that happening. Gender will be switched. It'll be like female Hitler.
2: That's what I got into with my buddy when he was like he didn't understand that like when when the rings of power people are losing it because they've changed the, the, the the hobbit skin color by itself... Dude, the Little isn't Mermaid. An, ...isn't an issue. By itself. If it was it was a lone instance, you could go, yeah, you're a racist. But this is a long line of things. Well, that dude, was, it's in Game
3: of Thrones, too. Those guys that are black in Game of Thrones, those guys ain't supposed to be black. Right. They're supposed to be just more so, white, dude. So,
2: and it's not that, it's not that like, oh, man, I can't believe that this character is black, but you're like, oh, here we go. Here's, like... If I watch another commercial where the white couple can't figure out their data plan and this smooth black couple's like, we just went to Spectrum and everything worked out. And like, what are we doing here? Like, you don't understand. Like, if you don't see it, it's because you're so brainwashed that you have Stockholm Syndrome. You have Stockholm Syndrome. You don't understand... Uh, ESG you don't understand cultural marxism and you don't understand there's a silent bolshevik war being waged in America right now. There's a reason why. And this is something we got into off air the Illinois laws that are are changing right now. I think that some of it is crazy. Maybe but you guys don't think that's a little crazy?
1: What are the laws, can you?
2: So these laws now are, are they're basically making it no cash bail, meaning you don't ha- have to put up bail
1: I heard for some laws.
2: But this. some of the laws... So the notion is if you're innocent and poor and you get arrested for these, you have to sit in jail for 30 days sure. and you didn't do it and you lose your job. You could lose your job. Where if you're rich, you just throw down the money, you walk right out. And ideally, that is a great... No, that's an important notion. That's an important point. But some of these laws that they're like no cash bail for this is like kidnapping, wow. second degree murder, so, accept, so, murder on drugs.
1: Well, well, you see like what it's done in Los Angeles with. There has to be a fear of repercussions. Like, there's no repercussions anywhere. You just do whatever, crime, whatever, you just right, get right out. Right, right. There has to be repercussions to your actions, and that's something, like, accountability in all aspects of life is going out the fucking window. I can't believe it. Like, you you have to be able to stand up for some things and and not committing crimes and not hurting other people like is one of those things but taking away the punishment for people who do those it's crazy.
2: Well, I not, think well they're
1: not guilty yet though, that's the thing. N- no, but at, like in LA, no bail. Like you commit a crime, rob some,
2: you're out the next day. Okay, so how is that right So, though? Johnny, you guys have kind of pushed back on it in a weird way. I mean, well, well, devil's well I, av- I mean, play no, devils advocate, my, Johnny. My, you my, love that.
3: My feeling is that, you know, I mean, in America, innocent until proven guilty. Right. uh, And it's such a, the way it's set up now, it's, 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 it's guilty until proven innocent. Well, no, but it's, it's, it furthers this class war where people with money, like you said, you know, they don't, no matter what they do, I mean, OJ didn't spend, you know, I mean, he was just out living his life while he was awaiting trial. Uh so yeah, I there's gotta be a better way to do this and it's gonna it's a harder this is a simple solution. Well, this is not an easy answer though.
1: When I'm yeah. a, I hate to present a problem and not give a solution. I don't know what the right solution is. Well That's I can think I mean point. I
3: can think of a few ideas that would be better than this. Like some kind of house arrest, maybe pass a law where you can't be fired if you're awaiting trial. You know, I mean there it's just it's just it's got to be a little more complicated than what they've done here, which is just a sledgehammer. No, to I, solve this I agree problem. with
2: that, and that's a great, that's a great, great point. You can't be fired if you if you're arrested, which is an interesting thing. I, I'm with you on that. I, I mean, like, it's listen, dude. I got arrested for buying drugs off a of hooker, right? And the only reason I was able to get out of it is because I've been doing a charity event for this Armenian uh, charity event, and Garagos. Was the head of the board, and he did me a solid Whoa. and represent me, and was able to do things.
1: Was the so, hooker the cop?
2: No, no, no. Uh. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what the hooker was? If you know what I'm saying, but, like um, she's like plow right with the no, his cuffs. No, no.
3: <laughs>
2: but but polka dot um, cuffs. Yeah. <laughs> but the, it is something like you know we do have a real. I mean like, that whole as much as I don't like Jay Z and what he represents. Uh, He did a doc on that guy that got arrested for something he didn't do, went to Rikers Island, and just lived through hell for, like, a year or something. And so I was watching this clip of this guy um, on Joe Rogan. He talked about how he went to jail. I don't know how he got out, but the minute he got there, he went to prison. He had to pick, like, are you going to run with the skinheads, or are you going to be, like, shanked? And, like, the minute he gets there, the skinhead walks in and goes, I need you to hide this this knife and he's like, I'm not gonna hide. They've the got knife. to
3: fix prison, dude. That's yeah. that's what it comes down to. Prison has got to be yeah. fixed. It should. It's it, there's no way you can get rehabilitated but, but when Johnny, you're under the threat you are of acting death like
2: also. rehabilitation is what these people who own.
3: The no, but that's want. my point though. We've got to, something about that system has to change. That but whole hold system, on, that you full act like, like all these criminals want to be rehabilitated too. Yeah, but do you dude, understand there's so many people there there's so many stories of people who, innocent, people who are innocent or people who just trying to do their time and Well and then go you got to differentiate them from the people who don't give a fuck. Well I mean what do you the,
2: like ask them when they get here do you yeah, care yeah. Or do you not care? Well then
1: again you go back you to, to the class to the class system so somehow you have to classify people and how do you do that in a woke society?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, how if every it, classification listen, is wrong? I don't know what the answer is. All I know is whatever these democratic countries are cities, excuse me, these democratic cities. And dude, jump in when I'm wrong. I like you're playing. I want you guys to play Devil's well, Advocate. No, no, I, mean, I mean, okay, okay so so Scandinavian
4: so on so, so, so playing Devil's Advocate. When you go to bail and you're, in your in your jumpsuit, you're most likely going to go to jail because you already look like a criminal. That's another thing when you when you pay bail and you come in your suit and you're all pretty boyed out and you get your hair cut, those are things that that's why it' psychologically ha- yeah, yeah they're looking at it that's you why know that
2: I'm like like what seventeen and three in traffic court you oh, know that wow. right
4: that's a great i record. walk
2: up i walk- i come in a suit every time
4: and that's that's part of it that's why when you're on bail it's just you're not helping your cause like you look like a criminal, you're orange already these people are looking at you well how about this it's, it's, what if they do up? this
2: so we're going to say. You get arrested for something, instant to proven guilty, no cash bail, here's your court date. If you are found guilty of another crime while you're out, then you stay in jail. Can yeah, we do that? Yeah, totally.
3: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Well, that second, that second offense thing, like that's something we've seen in LA. People who get out, and a week later, they're murdering somebody because they're raiding And then what
2: place. happens if that if that happens? Like, what happens if there's no cash bail, and now they go out and they commit a murder, which is... I mean, like, I'm not saying I have answers. All I know is, like, what the Democrats
3: are doing isn't working. What about house well, arrest, though, dude? What's wrong with that? that? Just put an ankle bracelet on. What if on? they don't have a house? Yeah. And, and the reason this—what um, do you mean they don't have a house?
2: Dude, we have. There's homeless well, people. Then, but then I'm
3: saying then they then they have to stay in. You know they figure it yeah. figure it out.
1: Yeah. Again, it's classification. You yeah. don't got a place to stay. It's
2: kind You're, of crazy. Well, the only, it's the only reason
4: than what
3: they have, and the only reason yeah, this sounds, true.
4: the only reason this sounds crazy is because it's no cash bail list. Because if you have cash, it doesn't matter. You bail yourself out. You could be a murderer. And If you have cash, no one gives a fuck because you can bail yourself out. I it's only for the poor pr- people. What, now, that's why
2: you, the idea behind it a
4: lot more. Prisoner, but I yeah. think
2: what people. I think people think that the only reason that they're in jail is that they're because they're poor. And like people commit crimes. So how do you deal with that? And I'm sorry everybody, but I mean we can look at places like Brazil. Where like there's part of those, con- those those cities where it's lawlessness.
1: I mean, if you've gone to Rio and you look up at the mountain, the favelas are called. It's literally shacks and shanties on top of each other, like in a, the scariest way. And they say you go up there, you'll just never be seen again. Yeah. It's just it's its own it's its own world, its own West, rulers, yeah. its own yeah. And and I'm you know I'm terrified for the way. Our country's going but this is something that goes back to all, some that i think and say all the time sammy you're like these democrats it's not it's the two-party system is broke man no i'm with you on, two, you on that two, but it but, can't but, be but, one but against the, the only other thing i'm pushing
2: to... against that yeah is that philadelphia Democrat mayor since like the 1950s sure Chicago Democrat mayor since the 1950s F- San Francisco since the beginning of time yeah. Democrat mayor LA Democrat mayor like like dude don't get me wrong I I don't forget Ronald Reagan I don't forget the Bushes. I, I forget the Nixons I know what they did to this country and you're totally right and it it is to me George Bush Death Clan. That's what it is. It's yeah. like R's and D's are theater, but there is a movement within these cities that these people, which have like, let's face it, it's almost becoming feudalism, right? Where you have these super rich kids whose parents made a lot of money and they're allowed to think emotionally because they can vote emotionally because they have enough money to insulate them from the repercussions of their their beliefs. Right? But it totally. is. It's a Democrat. New York City, Democratic. Repo- you know, Chicago, Democratic. Philly, Democratic. San Francisco, Democratic. These are cities built on fucking outlaws that are now straight up weak men make hard times. Sure. Sure. So, well, well, what if the judge, what if it was up
4: to the judge to make a no bail? Like, he has to hear the whole story and be like, okay, you're you're obviously a crazy person. Well,
2: I, I, I think again, no we go back to J- Joe Biden pushing that crack bill, which took that out of the judge's hands. They didn't allow the judges to be able to make calls. And then you take a look at three strikes it's, uh, it's live, strike rule. which is yeah. what? Another Democratic policy that took, the, took that ability of judges to be like, hey dude, this guy's got two felonies and he was seen with a uh, he sold a uh, 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 soda. He said he shouldn't have to go to jail for, for the rest of his life for a soda. But that was taken away from these judges. Now, I had an argument with a comedian out there because we are discussing ours versus these, And Again, I've never voted Republican. The last time I voted yeah. for one of the two parties was Obama's last, uh, Obama's first term was the last time I voted for either of the parties and it was Democrat and I've only voted Democrat. I've never voted Republican. I'm never voting for either side again. But I mean the truth of the matter is you know, uh, people were calling for crack re- reform, but what they got was something that d- did even more damage to the black community than the drugs. At least if your dad's high on crack, he's still there. Right? I mean, wow, you, could, yeah. you could deal with that by taking this nugget of crack. You've just, dis- you destroyed the black community, which is what they, their game plan for what they did to the indigenous. And now they're doing it to the lower middle class white communities in rural heroin and Oxycontin. Well,
1: I mean, there's Yurt. I mean, the pharmaceutical companies don't even get me started. Like, I, I've seen horrific stories from US military people saying they had to make cash payments to the poppy farmers in Afghanistan because the pharmaceutical companies were buying up their whole crops. And that's the only reason we were there.
2: Well, dude, A- Afghanistan and Vietnam. That's why we went yeah. to Vietnam. Vietnam, the the story of uh, they always give you this bullshit, man, with communism and, and uh, oh, terrorism. Mm-hmm. With Vietnam, it was like, oh, dude, China's going to get Vietnam. Well, you know, even McNamara, who was the, uh, the uh, uh, head of the military at that time, he was like, dude, Vietnam and China hate each other. Yeah. They were never going to work together. It was all a lie to go get the golden triangle of poppy fields for the pharmaceutical company.
1: Which is crazy. Like, you know, in this country, we have allowed insurance, pharmaceutical, certain big corporations to literally run society. And people don't understand that we are on a path for Los Angeles and some of these big cities to be corporate owned. Amazon, these giant head, BlackRock, Vanguard. They own so much of the property and land and they are going to be the ones who form the city councils, the, the congressmen. They are going to make the decisions. And you know, like, if, for the people who don't know, Vanguard and is owns half of BlackRock. So these aren't different companies. These are all the same incestual corporate companies that own everything. Amazon. You know how much property they own and they're going to keep owning bill gates like owning all the farmland it's this giant incestual clusterfuck of the same 20 30 40 people corporations that just they keep trying to optimize the world in their favor until there's nothing left and that's where it's headed like the middle class they don't give a shit about us like i grew up ultra middle class like, that's gone. Like, the days no, of, of making a wage at Mike's car wash and being able to afford an apartment. Get the fuck out of here. It's yeah. gone. Yeah. It's good. That's what the America was built on. And, yeah, the consumer has always been the driving force. Corporations have always needed us to buy. That's what they need us for, to buy things. That's all they need us for. Yeah. Yeah. And that's basically, that's where we're headed. And that, to me, it goes hand in hand. Some of that right, left, divisive Republican Democrat goes right in the hands of all this corporate greed. That's all they want is us to keep just fighting and arguing with each other so nothing ever gets done. And they can just keep
2: taking and taking and taking till there's nothing left. I concur 100%. 100%. And that's being done on purpose, Sure, and people don't even realize it, and they don't even want to. Like, I mean, so much of what they're being done. So, Michael Flynn was like, you know, uh, I think Q Q might have been uh, an intelligence movement, and like, you know, on this show, even though Johnny and I have gone back and forth, and I'll I'll defend what I said, and I'll defend it right now, but I, I you know, I said Q could easily be the elites telling us everything because they're going to annihilate. The whole system, which is what they're doing. Yeah, so my problem yeah. with the people who are like, oh, stupid Q, is like the information had to be real for to get the most paranoid people to believe in it. So they told you what was going. Yeah, you, but you can
3: going. just say to get the most paranoid people to believe it, you just say the most vague things that you know can be fit. I mean, come on, dude. If they were if that Johnny, was real, Johnny, it would have. That's been, not what it happened. It would have been way more specific.
2: No, Johnny, that's not what happened. I at can't believe all. you're still I talking to-
3: about Q, brother. It's
2: no, over. No, but but the, Johnny. Johnny, yeah. everything that went down from from uh, Russia gate, so that was sp- disgusting. Mean, you're it crazy. Was so are crazy, information. No, that's not true. That's Anything not true, fits
3: though. if you're tripping off okay. on some trip. You it. wanna
2: say that? That's fine. To get everybody behind it, they had to give you enough information that fucking worked out for you to believe it. Now, patriots in control, all that stuff. Yep, Trump's the savior. Yep. But, dude, they had to give you enough information that was real to get you to buy into it. Russiagate, fucking Benghazi, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, all that shit that when it came out, the people who were following that shit already knew all about it. And they had to tell you that to get you to buy into the stuff that, quote, unquote, dude, Trump was going to save everybody. I personally thought that what happened on January 6th was what was going to always happen, which was those people didn't do jack shit. Yeah, did they walk in there? Yeah, they were let in. You had cops going, come on in. But they weren't ever going to go to war like the fucking left and you paid all these Antifa people. Like, that was never going to happen. Cause that's not how they are, dude. That that segment of society, and you can say whatever you want about them, the 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 uh, mega people or whatever. They they do it in a way that is they pull out their money, they pull out their attention, and that's why all this woke shit is imploding on itself. Cause the 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 majority of people in this country in the world are conservative, and that's how it's always gonna be. This fucking woke shit. It's just well-funded extremists that are are, are a small minority of the of 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 the spectrum.
1: What does conservative mean to you anymore? Because I think the definition of words like that have changed tremendously. One hundred
2: percent. So if you go, Sam, what's a conservative right now? I will go. They they don't don't touch their guns. Stop with the fucking taxes. And if you're going to bang my wife, you make eye contact with me. You, you look me. you look me right in the eye, bro, when you make love to my woman, okay? They're all swingers. I've been to every red state. Everybody's swing. It's like the days of like, fuck the queers and all that shit. They don't like those people. They like live and let live. I think that the modern day conservative, which to me is more of a libertarian. Yeah. Relates way more with old school liberals than anybody uh, than than any other way. That's my personal opinion.
4: I mean, even a Republican. When I thought Republican, I thought a person in a suit, person that went to church. Now it's just a person that doesn't want to be told what to do. Sure. Which which when I was I was like I'm never gonna be Republican. I can't even believe I can't even the Bushes. Now it's like not that saying I would vote for that, but it's that thing where it's like it's not what it used to be.
2: And but no, that's people being done up. nobody knows if anything's coming or going anymore. That's another oh. part of the psychological operation.
1: I would say I'm financially conservative, but socially liberal. Right, I, I guess right. by your. D-
2: so well, when you say socially liberal, are you okay with drag queens reading the the kindergartners?
1: Now, now see you getting a because re- I don't got kids. <laughs> it's like well,
2: and that's that's a big thing. If you look yeah. at these gay pride parades, who's bringing their kids there? It's these white women. <laughs> Are bringing, And most of the people okay with drag queens reading the kids are people that don't have
1: kids. See, I, I grew up in a very... Like, my mother's from Bogota, Colombia. She didn't come to this country since she was 21. Like, she grew up in a very different time and place. My mom straight up was like, you don't go to jail and you don't die. And then I'm, I'm a success. Like that's all. That's the only I respect. Yeah, Those are the only two fucking man. rules. You know, well. and, you know, my dad's past. God rest his soul. My dad was ultra conservative white man. He was racist. My dad was not a nice guy. You know, and I'm and the thing is, he also taught me very long, like very, very deeply. Like, just be true to who you are. As long as you're not hurting people. Like, my dad wouldn't hurt nobody, but he was not nice. So would you say it's it's up to the parents if they t- take them? Well, the point I wanted to get at is I don't know if I'd be the same dude because it's nature and nurture. I don't know if I'd be the same dude if I were having those type of uh, those type of experiences at such a young age. But
4: with nature and nurture, would you be okay with a a, a dad taking his son to the strip club? He,
1: oh, that's a good.
2: Because would you be okay with strippers teaching yeah. kids how to fucking count?
1: Man, I had some bad teachers. <laughs> so that, that that would be an improvement.
2: Ross. So 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 maybe so that's the thing. So let me let me ask you something. Well, dude. We
1: don't live in a perfect world
2: though. So no, like, I get that. I get that. Like, dude, when have you been to drag shows? Where do drag shows happen?
1: a hamburger mary
2: a hamburger mary adult venues yeah, right yeah. strip bar strippers tend to happen in strip bars <laughs> yeah, now yeah. whether a teacher is a piece of shit or not that's a different thing yeah. but you would be okay with a woman in a fucking thong and pasties on her nipples teaching kindergartners how to read well now you're crossing the line
1: like they're like in certain circumstances in order for you to learn Yeah, but
2: don't you understand that like and like this is this yeah. is because uh, I love this conversation yeah. like drag queens show up dressed. Like hookers and strippers. It's never like drag queen librarian. It's like it's meant to be the (laughs) hyper extreme of that. Well, of course,
1: but that's why I feel like these are such individual circumstances. Like if I met this person and I felt comfortable, yes. As a blanket statement, probably not. And, and that's like if I met the person, and okay, so you had a rough childhood, and this is what you are now. Fine. Who and am I just, to say so otherwise?
2: Well, they don't even have to have a rough. Or whatever. Childhood, I'm just saying, like, it, people, you know,
1: whatever. Like,
2: but would you, th- in your heart of hearts, gun to your head? Well, that's is drag shows an adult
1: event. It's well, it's absolutely an adult okay, thing. Okay, so why and are what, we doing well, in
2: front? And I'm well, not mad at you because I love this conversation. Sure. Because I'd I'd like to have it with a of uh, uh, someone on the far end, but they'll yeah. never have it. They'll just stop making eye contact with me and just slowly, <laughs> sure, sure. like yeah, you know, like when a when a uh, astronaut is like lost in space and it just slowly fades away. <laughs> that, that's that's what liberals yeah, do yeah. when you got them on a discussion. They just they just
4: disconnect and fade. That Simpson meme. That Simpson meme when you just yeah, leave yeah, a bag yeah. and yeah yeah. That's exactly what it
2: is. So that's why I like this conversation. Well, sure, but let, let
1: me put it in terms like this um okay so i i was um you know as a a, as a as a child like i was exposed to some really good and some really bad bad teachers and and the bad ones i think affected me so much more because um you know like there might like i like i say i, I don't know, i don't need to get into my my past experiences some of the darker stuff but some of those darker experiences were from some of the people i trusted the absolute most okay now at least this person is showing me who they are when people show you who they are believe them but when someone hides who they are that, that, that is me, even worse I know, and I'm I think some of these that. people who pretend to be conservative and they're rapists or they're whatever I, they I, are
2: I, I, I totally 100% agree and that's why on this show we don't get into the you know there's a lot of people in the conservative world yeah. that are like this guy's really gay and I'm like well if he is you push him deeper into the closet sure. by doing that so I agree with you 100% right yeah. but we're talking kidney guards so I just want to say this Okay. would you do you think it's Afic- uh, uh, effective And efficient To teach kindergartners um, Geometry Or Or uh, uh, arith- uh, Algebra Let's say algebra Would you think It's a good idea to, And it, it's productive To teach children Algebra Let's be honest
1: well, I, I I see where you're going here. Obviously not. Because, like, like drag queens, no. like, I, drag queens I totally are algebra of life. Yeah. Okay. So I see where you're going. That's a, that is one of the that's one of the most salient points in this like uh, towards the other side that I've heard. Now, I would like to say though, um, sheltering your children is probably the best idea. You know, till they are old enough to develop certain ideas on their own. But once they go, once you let the cat out of the cage, fucking runs wild. So it's like, how do you piecemeal some of this so that you let the, the the day you decide to let your kid be exposed to this? they're not like, oh, they're not their mind isn't blown, their brain isn't bleeding out their ear.
2: Listen, you know there's a rule in uh, that uh, most of us uh, most of society has grown with over the last hundred years, right, and that was. You know, you don't get to involve yourself in adult activities until you're 18 years old, right? But we all found porno mags, and we all drank before that, but we did it with other kids, right? And we were, like, learning with other kids. It's like every, like, comic's, like, every, like, their attempt at being edgy is, like... Why can't I fuck high school girls? (laughs) But, you know, I know what I'm doing. Well, the whole point is, like, uh, that children experiment with children because they're both trying to figure out the game, right? So, like, when you come in as this guy who's, Fucking got the world figure out, and you start playing these adult games on children. They they don't know what you're doing. Do you understand? Like that's why we push back on all that. shit Let
1: me ask you: Do you feel like you were sheltered as a child?
2: Not me at all, dude. I mean, like I mean, my What if my you mother, had so much
1: access to porn? Like, like I had, they have a, now. my
2: dad had porno. No, facts.
1: not like they do now. They no. had some hustler penthouse, or
2: okay, but okay. So let's what, go, let's yeah, follow this thought. No,
1: no, but like, what if you had such access as a kid? Do you think it would have affected your development? I, this is just well, a totally hypothetical. I,
2: I was sexually active in first grade. I I was molested, and I have fuck, and I I have sexual. Uh, I have sex addiction issues that I battle today, like hard. I'm so, like, I'm fighting for my life over here, you know? And I wish I could stop, but I just, am. it's it's in my wiring. It's it's taken a long time for me to deal with
1: more it. More power for you to just be able to speak on it like well, that. Well, because you, it's like I, you? Want,
2: like, I don't want, like, I just really push back, uh, not on you, but yeah. like, it's like, you're only as sick as your secrets, man. And you like, like, like like I was saying earlier, like people Great really resonated point. with like Breaking Bad because that that show related w- was more realistic in terms of families, like all the shit going on in that. Like that's more people's family relate to that than like uh, um, you know. Uh,
1: I used to work for a meth dealer, so it was familiar to me and
4: for no, different but, reasons. But so like, what
2: is that? They
1: uh, Modern Family
4: or modern the Kardashians? Family, yeah,
2: bullshit. that? Blackish. Blackish. That was one is, No most no black people, person
4: is not living that lifestyle. There, there are yeah. a couple, but, a couple, but
2: yeah. not, most people live are more like Breaking Bad than Blackish yeah. or Modern Family. So, like, I'm like, hey man, just realize like you have you have these weird quirks. That like they don't have to define you because you're not the only one like that. And you know, and, and getting back to like the LA comedy scene, like we're now making male comedians pay for these kind of alternative stuff. Now you could be like, well, it's rape. Like, how many of, of these actually came out with evidence that that happened? None of them, they're all accusations that when you dig deeper, there's no actual evidence of anything, right? So we're having this discussion, but you're making men pay for, like, wanting to sleep with a lot of women, having alternative stuff, flirting with people. And it's like, what are we doing here, right? But yet, when we have on the other side, when women are like that, we don't condemn them because when they have a kink or weirdness, society actually encourages that it's like actually seen as collateral for a woman i'm into this i'm into weirdness here like if you have a guy into bdsm and a woman into bdsm people really celebrate her but she can call like the whole stuff with andrew tate right now yeah. like oh this video he's smacking this chick around that chick has come out multiple times saying we were role playing together but all oh, it's like a, so my whole theory is like you have these female comics Talking about this male aggression, but nobody ever talks about how many of these female comics are fucking married men because the guys don't come out and say anything. And nobody's ever that, calling women out point, on man. being weird, kinky, uh, super duper into all these fetishes because we celebrate them. They can actually go on stage and talk about how fucking weird they are. But if a guy goes up and goes, hey, man, I banged half the chicks who work here. Everyone's like, boom. Oh, oh yeah. You
4: mentioned you ma- you date married women. Yeah. Oh, you're a piece of shit. But women always like, oh, yeah, he cheated on his wife with me. Yeah. And it's OK. Oh, but it, it, yeah.
2: But I know female comics out there who fuck married men. If they ever came out and said that, they would lose their entire base.
1: Well, so let me ask your opinion on this, because obviously the tide has turned. Do you think it's going to go back towards the way it was, or is it going to continue to get worse? What do you mean? Uh, The inequality in the way... um, Not only men and women are treated societally sexually, but um, the way the the taboo topics are are lit. Like, because it used to be uh, men could talk about things sexually, you know. Like you say, now it's a lot more taboo, or men are frowned upon, or you know they're actually shit on, you know, for talking some of these things. So, do you think it's ever gonna find a balance? Because right now things are out of balance. Like you, well, uh,
2: no, I think it's one hundred percent gonna go uh back, i think i think everything I lies, think so, and yeah. this goes this goes to the trans movement as well yeah. it expands into crazy town and then reverts back to common sense. So sex. you do
1: think it should revert back?
2: I do too. No, I think it should find this ha- thing where it's like women should be able to express themselves sexually and men should be able to express themselves sexually and we shouldn't weaponize that because what right now we, we've done in our society is weaponized women's regrets. They fully engage in an activity and then we've set this thing up or the next day she's like, oh, I wish I hadn't fucked that guy. Oh, I was right. Like, no, dude, you fully participated in this kinkiness. And now you now because you're having some kind of buyer's rewards. Somehow society tells you you've been manipulated. When no, not only were you fully participating, you probably want it. You were probably asking for it and pushing yourself, pushing the event to happen.
1: I mean, weaponizing regrets—that's a great point. But I think that's something that uh, humans have probably been doing since the beginning of time. It's just more of a male-dominated. Like, do you know
2: in, in California there is a law that says if a woman has two drinks? She can now say she's too drunk, even if she isn't. She could have two like two fucking bottle glasses of wine, and technically, she could say that you raped her. Do you understand that? Like, we've 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 gone to an extreme on one side or another because this is this is an episode that we did with um Christopher Knowles, and it's about like it's about the not feminism, not the divine feminine, but this fourth. Uh, wave of feminism is mm. to destroy men. Outside of the New York Stock Exchange, I believe, there's a picture of Medusa <laughs> holding up a man like that's that's what this is all about. It's about destroying the the male role in society. So when you weaponize it and you allow women to be able to go retroactively be upset about something they completely green light, that's done on purpose.
1: Sure. Well I think a I, I think I think a lot of that is um, certain people, certain people trying to take out other people, and well, I, you know, and f- f- those reasons, I'm not exactly sure if it's all just male or female. It's like some of it, it's liberals trying to take out a Republican or vice yeah, 100%. versa, or you know, but very these are very rare vice versa. But though. you know what I'm saying? These are very targeted yeah, attacks. Yeah. It seems like 100%. That, that are trying to take out people, and a lot of this is about fitting into. What what's you know kind of deemed the narrative right now, you know, the, and the narrative is like if you fall outside of that, <laughs> it's a lonely fucking place. I mean, let's
2: take a look at what's going on with this uh, Duke lacrosse player. Like it's come out that nobody called her the M word. They've watched every single video that is available of that match, and this woman says this guy who they found out wasn't even in the section that she said it was coming from. Yeah, she that she said she got called the M word, and they studied. She never reacted to it. She never, even the people who other black players on her own team never reacted to hearing the M word. Everybody in the section never heard the M word. They interviewed everybody.
1: This is a funny thing though. Like about our brain, it's like maybe she wanted to hear that so much. Well, no, nope. no, her well, her and...
2: aunt is like a crazy person. She blocked her. She made her um. Twitter, like or Instagram, blocked, but people were on there, and they were screenshotting all the anti-white shit that she was that. putting out.
1: So that's like it's been literally implanted in her brain. Well, it's
4: it's kind of like the NASCAR thing. Is it is it called yeah. the news or whatever? The Remember what they, yeah. they? Oh, it's
1: just racist. It was just Instantly a it was, it was just a, just a fucking just a like you said.
4: It's implanted in people's head where they want to hear shit, <laughs> yeah. see shit, because it's always against. But them. there's
2: also there's no consequences for it. Because the powers that be want the chaos. But what would fight. be a consequence? Let, a let, let's say, let, uh, let's the girl say, let's say the woman who said that the girl at, at Duke who said that they were calling her M word and it was on and it was seen that it wasn't, you know, guess what? You're either suspended for some games. Like if it if it went the other way, let's say a BYU person called her the M word, wouldn't she lose her scholarship? Wouldn't she be suspended well, for a couple games?
4: Well, it's the same thing with like uh fake uh college sex ac- accusations what does she get when they find out she didn't do shit he lost a scholarship yep. lost his four years of yep. playing ball yep. now he's gone yeah slander i mean yeah, yeah for one it's
2: slander but there's no there's no consequences in this society right now for
1: well the the lack of accountability for anything anymore it gets it is that's what worries me the most because that's literally being put into these children Look, I was taught at an early age. You fuck up, I'm gonna beat your ass. You're gonna oh. get it. Like there are consequences oh, to the things like you're getting, saying. Just I like am getting now alone, dealing with,
2: like that getting with alone. my two-year-old daughter. Oh. Like I, she is putting on very loud shows in front of everybody, and these other teachers, the parents, like, dude, what are you, what are you doing? You're, I'm, I'm having a discussion with my daughter that we do not do this in public, and this is like I'm talking, and you know, it's like, hey, dude, we have, I'm, I'm. I have to find that mix between old school dad and new school dad. Because I don't want to be an old school dad because old school dads are like, whatever, mom, you take care of the kids. I don't want that. I want to be fully involved. But I also don't want to be like, hey, you're two, tell me about your feelings. I think it's very (laughs) cool that you can
1: learn from that, though, and be a better dad. Yeah, think that. I think that says a lot to your character. And, 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 you know, sometimes, like, it is nature. Sometimes it is nurture. But at least you can give her all the tools. You know, like you can put all the tools out there I to make the best wait decisions. I can to
2: teach my daughters about spirituality. Like that is, I'm so excited about that because they have paranoid wiring in them from their father.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. everybody's
2: out to get you and everything. I'm like, no, that's all in your head. You're.
1: When did you become spiritual?
2: Well, man, uh, I started doing this show, like I said, December thirteenth, two thousand sixteen. And uh, I had a couple people. come So this is the anniversary, December. Oh, December! I thought you said September. I am like, get the fuck out! December will be um, (laughs) six Six years, years? and uh, you know, I started doing these spiritual shows on here, and at that time they weren't getting any views, and Mm. I was like, I I love them, so I got asked to do a spiritual show on. I I got asked to do a show on Rockfin. I am like, I am gonna do a spiritual show, and. I've just been on this amazing journey and I I just really rely on my feel and instincts and like whether I you know, whether I find a piece and where it goes into the jigsaw puzzle and when it just clips, clicks in without resistance, I go, okay, I'm probably on something. I've just been on this journey. So like I've gotten really spiritual.
1: That's a beautiful way to say it. Very
2: I'm not religious. I'm super spiritual. I love Jesus, cool with him, whatever. I, I have no like,
1: oh yeah, I would say that I'm the same thing. J-Man, probably a cool ass dude. I'd probably get along with them totally. <laughs> then I had this woman
2: on my show. She goes, I think Christ and Jesus were two different things. They kinda blend them together. And like Christ is Christ consciousness, which is like all of us are the universe. And then we have it and we're all spiritual entities here to learn something. So I think Jesus was a mystic and they kind of co opted it and pushed it. Like you know, it's almost like what they did with Martin Luther King in a weird way. Like they present him as this guy, when in reality he was very flawed individual, sure. but also had some very high, very like important beliefs. And like nobody, you know, I think Jesus was mystic, and I think that he, he was a uh, he was a very special entity uh and whatever he represented they kind of co-opted and tried to make it one thing and i think the catholic church in particular the vatican did some dirty deeds on humanity because they made deals with dark entities and that's where we're at so i am very spiritual i talk about on stage you want to hear people get weird dog bring up jesus at the comedy (laughs) store and watch everybody get quiet (laughs) i i think i've
1: seen you know since i've started i've seen you do some wild things at the comedy store i think that's a great see i never got any love there and bobby lee taught me go get in where you fit in
2: go get it where you fit in but i just want to say this last thing is that you know like whenever everybody zigs whenever everybody zags i zig i've always been a zigger okay and i've always done it like that and the future is going to be We're going to get rid of all this political correctness because what's going to happen is like all the outlaws like Joey Diaz, Joe Rogan, as in as that guy is, he does push back on a lot of narratives. But Joe Rogan, Legion of Skanks, and I'd like to throw myself into that group as well. Are fears like that? They're just all these being countered nerd, dork, rich kids are just watching. And once it is safe to say politically incorrect things they're going to they're gonna hijack that as well. If you remember the Naughty Show, that was done because nobody was doing dirty comedy anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Now these it's chicks true. can't stop talking about their pussies. <laughs> right? Totally. And not that the Naughty Show did that, but people like Rogan, Joey Diaz, Dave Attell you know, all the Opie and Anthony guys all out there doing dirty comedy. And once it became safe and Legion of Skanks is a big part of this, creating this ecosystem where edgy, dirty guys or women too can make uh, a good living now all the bean counters and the rich kids come in and try to hijack that. And then they start creating these rules on what other people can do. Like, I find it absolutely hilarious that people will get mad at a racial joke, but think pedophile jokes are okay. And I say, do whatever you want to do. I'll defend your right 100%. to 100%. I think pedophile jokes are the lowest form of anything. I think because those kids have the least say in what's happening to them. They can't fight back. They're victims. What They're- about
1: a rape joke?
2: Well, I mean, like, I got molested. Sure, but what? So, I I mean, like, don't tell me women could do rape jokes because someone got, I got molested. I'll talk about whatever the fuck I want. If we're going to allow, like, this notion that somebody of that ilk could do the joke, that makes it okay. The joke is the joke. Whoever's whoever's delivering it shouldn't matter. That's my opinion. When I do jokes about black people, gays, sure. Asians, whoever, women, mm-hmm. I ask myself, could could this group do that joke? If they could, then I'm gonna do the joke because I think it's. I, that, I think people are trying to fucking uh, just uh, get a monopoly on certain material. Like I used to have a joke that I would do, and this I would have an Asian joke, and this one Asian comic I'm not going to say that would get really mad at me because that means he couldn't do that Asian joke anymore. Yeah, and I'm sorry, you know. Don't tell. Like it's like uh, George Carlin said, you know, they're like any joke, funny you yeah, everything, even rape. What about if Mickey Mouse was raping Donald Duck? Oh, great. Yeah, funny? that well, yeah, that was totally,
1: but. I guess when you say the pedophile thing was the lowest because the kids. So there is some consideration to to the victims then. I guess it is more what I was... Well,
2: my whole point is like, you can do whatever you want on stage. I, I totally agree. I personally agree. think if we're going to play this fucking punching up and punching down thing, yeah. which I'm not playing, yeah. but if we're going to go with this scenario, then I am going to say the lowest of the low on the totem pole are children who have no say in what's happening to them. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: That's my point yeah. of view. Right? So it's like you have these people, these like Patton Oswald has fucking pedophile jokes. He loses it if you do a joke about black people. Loses it. Has <laughs> no problem with fucking kid jokes. That's my point. Yeah, sure. And well, not only
1: are are all those great points, I just wish the comedy community actually remembered it was comedy.
2: No, I'm with you, dude. I will defend <laughs> I everybody's joke yeah. to do jokes. Yeah. Sam Morel, I think, is the funniest guy working right now his joke writing is top shelf yeah. his special which is brilliant is basically a callback to his pedophile joke like that's where we are as a society his recent,
1: he recently did yeah one, the right? one yeah. Uh,
2: same day next day is yeah. about a pedophile joke yeah. that he does yeah like imagine if you like could you do that for any other thing like that's what how, like and this is like i think you should check out special it's so fucking funny yeah but i'm like That just lets you know where like, pedophilia, in terms of the things about getting offended for, where that is in the fucking spectrum.
1: And do you think that is because there's an underlying...
2: Because kids can't beat you the fuck up or get you canceled. And like sticking up for kids doesn't get you a diversity role writing on TV shows.
1: Wow, that's a great point. That's strong right there. That's why. I was curious where you were going to go with that. That's real strong. Because kids
2: can't fight back. That's yeah, why people do they, it.
1: Yeah, they're the weakest of the inability the, the, the no to defend say in themselves. what
2: happens to them. My daughter did not want to go to the playground today. I'm like, you're going to the playground. <laughs> and as soon as she gets there, she loves it. <laughs> at the, I'm bringing her into this play indoor playroom. I'm like, you know, and everyone's staring at me as she's crying. I'm like, you know what I'm going through? Stop judging me right now. <laughs> You've all gone through this exact moment. And it's just like, they got to do what you gotta want them to do. Because you're the parent, but if you take away that and you put some fucking scumbag right there. It's that's no different. Well,
1: th- absolutely right. But back to the earlier thing when you were asking me about uh, a trans person being the teacher. I mean, I'd have to meet the person because some I know
2: some trans no, people no, no, that no. are said, awesome. No, no, no.
1: He didn't say trans person. He, well, uh, uh, what uh, what uh,
4: I'm talking uh, about
2: is a trans show. Well, well no, but trans a trans show being would I want yeah. a trans
1: teacher for my kid? Is what was asked. And I said I'd have to see the teacher because I've had some shitty teachers. Now, that, this is the point that I want to make that there are so many horrific humans in every walk of life. I understand. And that. every, I mean, whether every community. Every community. So when I look you in the eye, I have a better idea, right. and, I, and I've been—I'm no. wrong most no. of the time. No, 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 I'm fucking no, that's wrong.
2: fine. Don't, don't, don't put that. No, don't, but don't, I am. Like I try to judge quant- people. Qual- qualify what you're saying. I, well, I it's, try to
1: judge people all the time, but at least I had that opportunity to look you in the eye and try to see your just for right. a second. Right. What is and going we on? We have
2: trans. There's plenty of females who mm. look like males who, who, who are. Key teachers and all that stuff. Yeah, we're, what we're talking about There's is like a theirs. hypersexualized man dressed like a hypersexualized hooker reading to Whoa, children. Well, like, then, yeah, they'll, they'll, like that. they'll have beards with,
4: right, makeup, right, on. Like, beards like with makeup on. Beards with makeup
3: on—that's not. That is algebra to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that doesn't even uh, you. If you were a teacher that showed up to work like that, yeah. How early as are a you getting person, ready for school? You would be fired. Yeah, I mean, I don't I mean, think you could show up to Starbucks like that. Oh, though, yeah, I
2: right? Like, and, like, in terms of, like, trans issues, like, why are we fighting for them to read to children? How about fighting for them to be able to get, like, a regular job waiting tables or being an accountant where they don't have to sell their ass on the street? Like, like, the, dude, there's not a lot of room for this. Let's just make it so little things like being able to have a real nine to five job is okay instead of going straight to read to the children. And the reason we go rate to read for your children because it's what we've been saying forever. They're coming for our kids now, and they don't know that they're doing this because they're getting paid money to do it. They don't realize they're a pawn in the game, and they're actually doing a lot. Damn it, not these people shown yeah, sure. right here, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the people doing this read. Like there was a show on like Netflix. Where RuPaul was like a literal kid's godfather Like godmother And it's like that's done on purpose To cause chaos and to be a wedge issue
1: Well this, this is a specific issue that really worries me Because when certain children get exposed to this They're like oh that's cool you know, and then they want to become that, and they're making these permanent life decisions, like they're having hormonal therapy done before their hormones have even developed. No, I'm with you. Well, no. that to me is what's worrisome no. well, because. Well, imagine getting cheered on.
4: Everyone's cheering for these drag queen queens, and you see these kids are like, oh my god, they're like a celebrity. Everybody's yeah, and it. So yeah. why, why don't I want kids to be are that?
2: All regretting it later, like. Well, the
1: the hormone therapy—that's the stuff that's like you can't make. How old are you, Brian? Uh, I'm about to be forty.
2: So you probably remember there was a time when John McCain was having giant hearings about allowing kids to do in high school to do steroids, and you remember the outrage about that. But yet, somehow, everyone's okay with us hitting fucking kids with hormones. Like, dude, if if you guys gotta understand something, and, and we're gonna wrap it up right here, that this is not a naturally occurring thing. Okay. there's not enough people in society that this is an issue about to make it this big of an issue. And what's going on is cultural Marxism. These four investment firms are funding all of this to cause us to fucking fight with each other and to rip the country apart. It's cultural Marxism. You can study. It's been hidden as ESG. It's being done on purpose because you can't send ISIS in to America, okay, to cause chaos like you can these other countries because they'll get sent home curb stomped. And it's like, it's like I saw my buddy, and I'm not going to say the comic, he put this thing out about Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse is a racist who showed up to a BLM march. That's not true at all. You're just trying to fit a narrative. Kyle Rittenhouse was visiting his father in a city that was under riots. He showed up at two Indians car dealership, got chased by Antifa who had guns. The guy admitted it in court and he shot defended himself. You're manipulating this to fit your narrative. Okay. When Antifa shows up, they burn shit. When the cops don't do anything, people show up with guns. And that's when the adults show up and everyone goes home. You can't do that in America. You can't have ISIS. So you do it through this. This progressive left is well-funded extremists. There's not enough of them to warrant this kind of coverage. But the people who own everything are forcing that down everybody's throat. That's it. Brian, where can they find your fucking...
1: Uh, You can find Dreamland, a storming Area 51 story, Apple TV... It it drops... T- Tuesday. Se- yep,
2: September thirteenth. Today. Yep. Today it drops.
1: Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. So uh, it'll be on all your cable providers, everywhere on demand, everywhere you watch movies, Apple TV, Prime, uh, all your cable providers, uh, Spectrum, Vudu, wherever, wherever you want to find it. Dreamland, A Storming Area Fifty One Story.
2: Brian, you're doing great work. Who made your websites great?
1: Uh myself. You
2: developed that.
1: Oh, <laughs> both of the websites. Oh, wow, this yeah. is that's great. Really, well, we're, we're just literally...
4: talking about
2: how great it is. You did <laughs> yeah. great, fine You're very multi talented, and you're doing a great job. And you should uh, be proud of everything that you've done.
1: Thank you, Sammy. Uh, I, I really, I've known you since I started comedy. I remember watching you on stage, and you have really. Um, Oh yeah, did you? Yeah, <laughs> I did an I did an Ancient Aliens video. This one won a bunch of awards. Owen Benjamin's in it. You'd yeah. love to see that.
2: Well, I, if you do more stuff in the pro, in the future, hit us up. We'd love to be a part of anything. You're yeah, doing you
1: Yeah. Um. Thank you, and you, your audience. You're one of the OGs, Sammy. I may not agree with everything you're saying, but goddamn, you have great point of views that have really been I thought out. It, and my God, I love I love sitting down with all you guys. Thank. Well, all we're, you.
2: we're gonna push a bunch of. You, hopefully, get you a bunch of views and uh, make it happen. So I appreciate you guys thank you so much for tuning in i hope to see you guys tomorrow night at the comedy store at comedy chaos and uh, it's one show 8 p.m goes all night long and come hang out we love you very much we'll talk to you soon we go deep home open your mic. drink From the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional (laughs) (laughs) idea. Wake up, Aaron.
3: This is only the beginning.
2: Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil foil hacking.